from in-depth experience, actionable plans, and transparency around handling the real parts of life that can sometimes be messy. This podcast is like a personal growth coach in your ear to help you achieve your most ambitious goals and transform your life. We will explore how to cultivate your drive, curate your personal brand, pursue your passion projects, launch that side hustle, and level up in your career. Finally laugh and fumble through things together along the way, always keeping it real. So get comfortable with your favorite beverage and settle into the Goal Getters Life podcast. Hello, friends. I am your host, Brandi Kaiser, and I'm so excited to share today's topic with you, personal brand. I've received so many questions and requests for help around how to refresh your personal brand, especially from those that are in transitions in their career, where they want to be starting something new or are simply wrestling with the many hats of midlife. That's why I'm devoting my first full-length episode to this important topic. It all starts with you. What is personal brand? What isn't personal brand? This is a real struggle that I myself have experienced many times in my career and even in my entrepreneurial journey. In fact, I would argue that at the times that I was in transition, I was most concerned or confused or lost around my brand. What was I telling people about who I am in the world? If you're like me, your brand feels like it's changing almost every day or maybe even multiple times a day. You have your professional self, there's your parenting self. For me, I have my side hustle self, my best friend self. Sometimes I'm just, quite frankly, a whole hot mess self and so on. So I've spent many years of my career showing up one way and then having creative outlets for my more casual and authentic self. This led to kind of a challenge when it came to my personal brand development on the internet, especially when I was moving into launching my businesses. So who was I really? And was I ready to put myself out there in the most authentic way? Let me start with what personal brand is not. I have definitely learned that personal brand is not about the perfect version of yourself. Let's say that again. Perfect is not personal branding. In the age of influencers and of course, social profiles that are curated to the max and people that have it all together on the internet, it's so easy to believe that personal brand is all about the perfection of what you put out on your social profiles and having your stuff together in every photo. But that's really not what personal brand is actually about. When I started my career, personal brand was actually about how I showed up physically at work, which really isn't so much the case anymore. I had to show up in pantyhose. I was carrying a Blackberry and it was all about whether I was on time. Was I put together? Was I a good communicator? Was I hustling my way up the ladder? And what were the things that I was doing to make myself known in the workplace? What was I becoming an expert for? Let me tell you, coming into management consulting out of college, suddenly having to be an expert in something was not exactly an easy thing. Nowadays, personal brand is actually a lot more transitional and a lot more fluid as it transcends just your personal and professional boundaries. We have 24-7 digital lives, so we're showing up all over the place. 
in different ways at different times. And the rise of the gig economy has meant that side hustles are the new avenues for showing up. So it's not just how you show up in an office. It's how you're showing up in all these various places with all of your various identities, which can seemingly make personal branding a lot more complicated. Okay, so if it's not about perfection and you're telling me it's all very complicated, Brandy, what is personal brand? Well, at the superficial level, Cynthia Johnson, who's an author and personal brand expert, actually explains it as being yourself out loud. And I totally love that. It's so important, being yourself out loud. So who is the authentic self that is inside of you that is just screaming to come out? That is where your personal brand is coming from. It's actually not even an optional thing anymore. Most people think about personal branding as a professional development tool. And yes, it most certainly is that. In fact, Gary Vaynerchuk, a famous entrepreneur, reinforces that with his quote around personal brand is your reputation and your reputation in perpetuity is the foundation of your career. I would actually argue that you can replace career with side hustle or passion project or anything that you are spending your day doing that is how you are being perceived by the world. But it's really a non-negotiable because if we don't tell the story about ourselves, others will. In this digital age, people can find out so much information about you and you put up photos on Instagram or you share different clips on Facebook. People can piece these pieces of information together and they make assumptions about your personal brand. You might actually say, well, I don't really care what people think. I just post on Facebook for my friends. And that may be true. But if you are interested in using personal brand as a tool to advance your career or to build an audience for your side hustle or to gain awareness for that passion project, then it really is something you should care about. What we put out into the world is what people will interpret as our personal brand. And quite frankly, if you're really driven, then it really is a powerful tool to help you. It's an avenue that allows you to share more about what your passions are, what your dreams are, what your goals are, what your skills are, and things that people may not actually know about you. So you're probably thinking at this point, okay, I get it. I see that it's important. So what do I do from here? I don't really know where to start. Don't worry. I got you. I've had to go through this process many times. Here are the eight things that I have learned, which I've turned into foundational steps that you could take to begin curating your personal brand. First of all, it's so important to do an assessment. In other words, know who you are and where are you today and where do you want to go? It's really important that your brand reflect your authentic self and includes a nod to the aspirational version of you. So what is it that you want people to understand about you today, but also most importantly, where you want to be going and how can they support you in that journey through how they perceive you in your personal brand. One tool that I like to use is good old journaling. 
when I'm not sure about what I want to think or say around a particular topic or idea, I often get clarity from journaling about it. So write down some notes on who you believe you are today. How does the world see you today? Are you a maker, a creator, a thinker, a leader, analyzer, doer, a helper? What is your style? Are you laid back or are you type A? I'm definitely type A. And how do you communicate? Formally, informally, the occasional potty mouth. All of these things play into your personal brand. Think about where you are on the spectrum of achieving your goals. And also take note of the many hats that you're wearing day to day. They definitely factor into your timeline for your pursuit of your goals, the amount of energy that you have, and the path that you might take. After you've spent some time doing this journaling, you may want to think about how you can bring these ideas to life, particularly if you're more a creative type. I know journaling and writing is not for everyone. I myself find it very inspirational to create vision boards for different ideas that I have. You can use tools like Canva, PicMonkey, or even Pinterest to create boards to bring these ideas to life. They're a great reminder of your journey and a visual representation of what your personal brand might reflect. Okay, number two, identify others who inspire you and take notes about them. I didn't realize just how important role models were, especially in my 40s. It's something I really hadn't thought about in a long while. But once I started my businesses, I found that I've become a sponge soaking up wisdom from so many different sources. There's a lot of incredible humans that have gone before us or are on parallel paths with us that we can learn from. And if you really want to see what personal brand looks like in action, it's helpful to follow people who have a brand that inspires you. For example, I follow people like Marie Forleo, Jenna Kutcher, Rich Litvin, and even Adele. I love following Adele because she's so real, even though I'm not a music artist. She's somebody who has allowed me to understand how to live my true authentic self, even when it's messy, and still create a successful life for myself. I also, of course, have role models that are closer to home, literally and figuratively, people in my family, certainly friends, and I've pulled together a great group of mentors for myself. All right, number three, this is the fun one. How do you package your messiness and your scars into your brand? And in fact, cutting to the chase, you should package your messiness and scars into your brand. If there's one thing I've learned, in my 40s, is that hiding our imperfections is exhausting. It's impossible to be real about all aspects of who we are and be real in our personal branding if we focus so much on showing up in such a polished manner. Quite frankly, our life experiences, which can often be pretty ugly, are very defining and they really do shape who we actually are. When we include these scars into our brand, 
it actually allows other people to see us and identify with us and connect with us. It instills trust. And honestly, it removes the burden of trying to hide the icky parts. A fantastic example of this is Gabby Bernstein. She's a former alcoholic, a number one New York Times bestselling author, and she has a phenomenal podcast, by the way. She's a great example of how to successfully weave your truths into your brand. Honestly, she was the first person who showed me that those scars were actually not holding her back, but rather inspiring others to do more with their own lives. Okay, number four, own your superpowers. Did you ever sit back and think, damn, I know some stuff? We don't often do this. Refreshing your personal brand is such a perfect opportunity to own the things that you do well. Really call them out. If you need to go back into your journal and list them, do it. If you're not sure what they are, ask people around you what they believe your gifts are. We often know our superpowers deep down in our gut, but we feel so awkward or we lack the confidence or we're insecure and have imposter syndrome when it comes to sharing them. Seriously, owning your talents is a critical piece in pursuing your goals. And personal branding is the perfect way to weave in your superpowers just as much as your scars. Okay, number five, determine your focus. And this one is super important. When it comes to personal branding, our focus isn't necessarily all about having a perfect profile on the internet or having the ideal look or really showing up in a way that has this veneer about it. It's actually about how we want to be known more tangibly. So your focus is what people will know you for. Perhaps it's for nonprofit work or maybe entrepreneurship. Are you the go-to person for parenting tips? Are you the accounting guru that your friends are now coming to because they're starting businesses or their lives have gotten more complex? Are you a real estate expert? Maybe you talk a lot about spirituality and fitness. Wellness, determine your focus. Narrowing it will allow others to bring your name to the top of the list when it comes to finding a resource in an area they may be seeking. You become the expert in their mind. And that is what personal branding does for you. It's essentially marketing you as an expert in some area of focus without you having to even be in the room. Number six, understand the story that you are telling. One of the ways to do this, and perhaps one of the most enlightening ways to do this, is to simply Google yourself. When was the last time you've actually looked at all of your social profiles, your posts, what shows up when someone Googles your name? And by the way, ladies, if you have different last names along your journey, Google those names as well. Read feedback and performance reviews you may have gotten or articles that were written about you. Take notes about what all of these results say about you. Does the story they tell align with all of your goals? 
or as I like to say, do we have a cleanup in aisle three? Trust me, I have found things by Googling my name that don't necessarily align with where I'm going today. Sometimes that's okay. And sometimes we have to take action to clean that up a bit. This step is so important because this is the precise way in which people can piece together information about you, make assumptions, and even spin versions of your story if you don't do it for them. And the reality is, particularly if you are a career professional, recruiters are going to be doing this and human resource professionals will also do this as part of hiring process. Yep, it's true. Whether we like it or not, our stories are more accessible than ever today. After you review your profiles and the search results, take some time to look at your photos and the messages that you're posting. Is there an opportunity for you to perhaps invest in a professional headshot or more curated lifestyle photos? Do you need to update your activities and your profile details. Think about sharing posts that speak to not only who you are today, but where you're trying to go. Again, what is your focus and what are your goals? It's a good idea to have a blend, even on your personal Facebook, for example. Introducing those things that you want to be known for, in addition to your personal posts about family updates and things you might be doing with your friends on weekends, Share with people the version of you that has goals so they understand how to support you. And equally important, be very mindful about posting and sharing things that inhibit progress towards your goals in some way. Okay, number seven. And this is what I consider a fun one. Invest in yourself. I know, I'm kind of giving you permission to spend some money here, but it doesn't all have to cost money. Once you take stock of your personal brand and your goals, you might find that there's some areas that need bolstering. Maybe you want to become an expert in fitness, but you don't actually have a certification or a credential to lean on that says, oh, I'm actually an expert in this area. So perhaps that's an investment you need to make. Or... Maybe you want to get a promotion into a certain level that requires a certain amount of experience. What are the ways that you can get that experience more quickly or build credibility more quickly in the eyes of the people you work for? As I expanded my network and started connecting with people in training classes and credentialing courses and even in online forums, I found that There were so many amazing benefits to my personal brand. I started to learn more about what interested me. I started to have more connections that could support me on my journey. And most importantly, I had more education and resources to add to my profiles, to speak about in forums and new forums to become known as an expert. So how can you invest in yourself outside of actually taking formal courses or attending networking events? Well, there's a lot of ways. I can't tell you how many hours I have spent educating myself on websites like YouTube or Coursera or online self-help courses. There's a million out there. 
amazing course creators that offer great educational insights through their mini courses. And of course, showing up in person. So whether that be going to a local co-working space for the day and meeting people there to test out your new narrative of who you are and what your personal brand is, or just to get to know people and enhance your reach of where you might be found as a resource and an expert to others. And it's not just limited to education that you can use as an investment in yourself. Therapy, coaching, and mentoring are valuable tools as well. I found for myself that investing in myself required a multi-phase process. I needed therapy to help me heal from some traumatic events in my life. I needed coaching to understand who I was in the professional world and how I could move forward in a way that was appropriate for the level that I was at in my career. And since then, I've moved into a great mentoring phase. I myself now mentor others, but I still collect mentors for myself along the way because there's always somebody that knows something more about where you're headed than you do. And those people can be invaluable in terms of building your confidence, giving you the real skinny on what you really need to do, and giving you a shining example of how you might want to approach getting there. Finally, the other piece to investing in yourself that I'm definitely going to talk about may seem a little superficial, but it's really important to consider a refresh in your physical appearance. I know many of us in midlife are drowning in personal responsibilities and and probably haven't taken a lot of time to refresh our appearance. And this can be all different things. So when was the last time you went shopping for a particular outfit for your professional self to show up in a new way that makes you feel confident? And when was the last time you changed up your hairstyle or skincare routine? Sometimes these two build a lot of confidence and help you identify with your personal brand in a more direct way. Finally, the wardrobe refresh. While I'm obsessed with sweatpants, slippers, baseball hats, and leggings just as much as everyone else, it's really important to have a more put together version of myself often when I'm meeting people or when I am just out in the world as it shows my self-pride, my self-care, and how I want to be seen in the world. And last but not least, number eight, live your brand. I mean, really live it. Your personal brand, it's not really a set it and forget it kind of a thing. Once you establish or refresh your brand, live it every day. Live it in all aspects of your life. Remember, your personal brand is built on your authentic self. So it's not going to be so challenging to show up living your brand every day because it's not a costume that you're taking on and off. Sure, in some circles, you have to fancy it up a bit. And in others, you have to lean into a particular aspect of your brand. You know, for example, you may need to actually dress the part of being a fitness expert and show up in a certain way. Remember, 
Your brand is based on your authentic self. So it shouldn't be that challenging to live your brand every day because you're not taking a costume on and off. Living your brand is actually about embodying everything that makes you, you. Being confident and allowing progress towards your goals through living your brand. And it's okay to evolve it. In fact, you're changing every day of your life. So, you know, every six months or every year, think about how your personal brand is evolving and embrace that. Go through a mini refresh of your social profiles if you need to. Think about any tweaks that are necessary in how you communicate to achieve your goals and reflect things that have shifted in your life. Remember, personal branding's an essential tool in our life potential toolbox. In other words, it's an enabler in how we can pursue and achieve our goals and create a story of how people can perceive us. It facilitates reflective thinking, allows us to revisit who we are and what kind of life we want to lead. Most importantly, for me anyway, I found that going through a personal branding refresh was one way that I could get unstuck after some very challenging periods in my personal life. It was actually inspiring to remind myself of who I was and who I really wanted to be in the world, as opposed to where I was in terms of stuck in a rut. So what is your personal brand and how will it enable your dreams? Don't forget, follow the Goal Getters Life podcast on Spotify and Apple Podcasts to learn more about when my next episode is available and to share this journey with me. Until then, keep getting after your goals and building the life you deserve to live. You're the goal getter and it's your life.